The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Voice America welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now, here's the host and CEO of BR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. Good morning, everybody, and happy Thursday. Today we have a special guest because she is a friend of my very dear friend, Scott Barton, and any friend of Scott Barton is certainly a friend of mine, and her name is Susan Austin. Welcome, Susan. Well, thank you very much, Cindy. Well, you're very welcome. Now, Susan, um, you are the owner-operator of two of the most successful legal brothels in America, the world-famous Mustang Ranch and the Wild Horse Resort and Spa. So, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and um, you share a story of indomitable spirit and personal emancipation, okay? And uh, we hope that you're empowering to our many, many listeners. I understand that... You've been doing, you know, a little bit of press to try to get the word out. Um, you have, you will be appearing in a feature that will be running in Penthouse Magazine real soon, right? Yes, I will. With my clothes on, isn't that fun? Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you know this, but Scott and I met in the world of Playboy Enterprises. So, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, the clothes on, clothes off thing is something that's very, very familiar to me. For that reason, I've absolutely, and I've done it. I've done it both ways. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Well, listen, the Mustang Ranch has quite a Wild West history, and why don't you tell us a little bit about the history, and then we'll get into the day-to-day stuff and you know, really how beautiful your properties are a little later, so we won't miss a thing. But let's talk about the history. Oh, the history is the fun part. Um, 1971, Joe Conforti was able to convince the uh, powers that be in Nevada that the prostitution has always been in a gray area and tolerated for certain periods of time, and they'd have to move from county to county to avoid the uh, local sheriffs. Right. And he had convinced them that it was time to legalize, to give them, you know, some legality. So he went and uh, talked to the powers that be. It happened in 1971. The Mustang Ranch was the first legal brothel in Nevada. Okay. So, I mean, now, have there been other legal brothels in the United States? I believe they've always worked under the gray area. I don't believe they were fully legalized until in 1971 Joe pushed it forwards. But I'm not as familiar with other states. I know that Idaho had quite a few, and a lot of mining areas had quite a few brothels, but I believe they were just merely tolerated, not controlled, regulated, legalized. Well, I think that's quite a feat. I know it is. I absolutely know it is. And what he did for the industry is just amazing because it – has made changes starting from that point forwards that have been beneficial for the women as well as the clients. Well, you know what? I, I model this after 
Amsterdam and what I know of Amsterdam yeah. in terms of the law. And I know it's quite different, but, you know, that's my only frame of reference. Um, but the one thing that I do know is is that, you know, when Amsterdam became very progressive, and by the way, I think that's changing a little bit, unfortunately, um, you know, they really were looked at as a model city for if you give a little or you legalize a little for some of the things that really wouldn't do anybody any harm, you really were able to, you know, you really were able to provide a tremendous safe service, and that includes the coffee shops or, you know, the the brothels that they had there. Again, a different situation, so I don't want to... Different but the same. Um, the only thing that I saw that... that uh... They did a wonderful job of legalizing the coffee shops and, and the brothels and, uh, you know, the red light district, which is so much fun to visit when you're a tourist. Right, right. But, but they didn't move forward from there, it's my, my feelings. But, you know, I'm just a, an amateur of this. I only run two of the best brothels. Yeah, <laughs> no, well, I mean, again, it's, um, you could only, like, look. And, again, the laws are very different. It's different countries. Yes. But, you know, one of the things that, as a Playboy historian, that we always used to look at is the fact that there was less crime in Amsterdam than any other city in the world. Far less crime. And you'll find the same thing here in Nevada. Where you have a brothel nearby, you'll find a lot less crime because there's um, the men don't need to rape women. They can go out to a brothel and for a minimal payment, you know, have the services. There takes a pedophile out of the schoolyard. It takes the gentleman who's so angry at his wife that he can go and get that release that he's looking for and go home and smile again. So it, um, it has a lot of benefits. No, and plus the safety because it's regulated, and when it's highly regulated, you're probably going to not walk out of there with a disease. Exactly. The girls no. are health tested every week, every week, and they cannot work until they're cleared by the doctor. And then there's mandatory condom use, and that also cuts down a lot of things. So. In the beginning, they didn't have the mandatory condom use. It was um, pre-HIV. So they, the girls did everything bareback. They were tested, but they still did everything bareback. And now we have very strong testing and uh, mandatory condom use. Well, you know, again, it's, um, you know, might as well be regulated. might as well be safe. People can have their moral opinions about it, and they always will. But, you know, it is a business, and it can't be denied. And, again... Kudos to to all of you for you know taking the necessary steps for legalizing it. Now let me ask you a question. You know, in the coffee shops, and uh, you know, I live in Los Angeles, so I have this dispensary thing going on all around me. Where in the state of California, marijuana dispensaries, you know, are are allegedly legal for medical marijuana use. Yes. What happens all the time, and I'm wondering if this is something that you have to be concerned about in your business, is the feds come in and try to raid them and try to make them, you know, suffer and, you know, because it's not a federal law. It's a municipal law. Right. And um, it's, it's really, it's an ongoing conflict between you know, state law and federal law, and the feds just do it because they can, I think. I mean, I don't know why they just don't <laughs> look after larger issues like um, protecting us in world security and stuff like that, but they just yeah. seem to, you know, like to raid these places when they really, you know, they're not hurting anyone. They're helping people, really, and they do have their state, you know, they're, they're legal in the state of California. Do you think that you guys might face that or can face that? Well, we, we face it to a certain extent, 
there are so many rules and regulations that we must follow. Um, one of them is we must never discuss sex and money in a public area. And believe it or not, the parlor of a brothel is considered a public area. It can only be done in the confines of a closing room or a bedroom. And most brothels use a bedroom as a closing room. We have separate rooms for that. And so they're always coming in to make sure that we're abiding every letter of the law. So we have problems with, you know, undercover agency in there checking to make sure that we're not, good Lord, heaven help us if we discuss sex and money in public. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I guess that's the issue. I mean, it's, it's yes. as long as so you, you actually, you know, thought to it that, you know, you would have another place where you, you know, to discuss the business or close the deal. And um, therefore, it's not in a public place. Right? But, you know, I guess you run the risk of, you know, um, street-clothed cops coming in and seeing that you abide by the law. Yes, all brothels do because they do come in and they do check and, and regulate and make sure that every, reg- every letter of the law is being observed. Another thing is where uh, our county has requested very strongly that we make sure we're drug-free. So... We have to make sure that uh, ensure that our ladies are not using any illegal substance while they're on the grounds. You know what they do in their private life is their own business, but when they're with me, they they can't use anything such as marijuana. They have to be nice and straight and narrow. Okay. Does that? How about alcohol? Alcohol is not a problem because. Feds don't mind if they drink. As long as they're getting their taxes, everything is wonderful. Well, that's another thing I wanted to say. You know, we have to congratulate the people who are contributing to our economy, right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, that's, I think, one of the most important things that can be said for a legal operation that might be deemed controversial in some people's minds. You're a taxpayer. We are. We're, we're a major taxpayer. People don't understand the scope of the, and, and they're not labeled taxes per se, we pay a licensing fee of $18,750 every three months per brothel. That's just our licensing fee. Most businesses may pay two, three, four hundred $400 a year to license their business. That's a hell of a licensing fee, Susan. Oh, yes, it is. That's a hell of a lot of sex, honey. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I mean, but, I, you know, to, I, I have to, like, really, you know, give you a toast because, again, you know, if you're paying your taxes or quote end quote licensing fees as they call it, I mean, you know what? You're helping. You're an econ. You're a recession buster. We are absolutely <laughs> for our county. We are, and um, you know, it's. I, I have a lot of respect for that. I mean, that's a large overhead, and that doesn't even start to talk about your operating expenses for the two properties. Well, and, and our taxes, because then we go into property tax, personal property tax, room tax. So everybody gets their little piece of the pie, so to speak. But the one major thing that I feel about our licensing fee, and this was set up in the beginning by the uh, fathers that be, that the money from the brothels goes straight into the county's coffers. So what that fee pays for is additional um, sheriffs, fire department, better quality schools. It replaces the school roof when it goes bad. It's... Uh, helps provide the hot lunch program for senior citizens. So the money is put to very good use, and we certainly don't mind paying it. So it really helps a county that doesn't have large-scale gambling or anything else. Now, once the county decides to do that, they don't do fair share, so they don't take um, a lot of counties who don't have brothels get divvied out a certain amount of money every year from the state of the whole. 
not just, you know, it. so they separate themselves from that when they have their brothels. But their brothels go good and strong. They make um, enough money to help service the county. No, and again, I, you know, you can't, I mean, the people in the community schools might not love where the money is coming from, but they need the money. Well, it's really interesting. Our county loves us, and um, I donate money for the cheerleader uniforms, <coughs> for all the uniforms for the children. We don't announce it. We don't make it public. They certainly don't wear their, our name on their back, but we provide all the money for all of the intramural sports for the children in our Story County. Well, I, you know, I think that's, I know that you are, you know, pretty generous, and I, and I hear stories about freeing the horses and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, yes. We could talk a little bit more about that later. There's no question um, that you guys really give back to your community on an ongoing basis. And in the next three segments, because we're coming to the end of this one, you know, we want to talk a little bit more about the day-to-day operations for our listeners. We want to hear about the two properties. We want to hear about your hectic schedule. We want to hear descriptions of the properties and, you know, all about your horses and the chef and what people can do. And I look forward to that, Susan. So stand by right after this commercial break and we'll hear more. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of BR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.brpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. BR Public Relations. We do it all. www.brpublicrelations.com. It's sex education like you've never heard before. Want to improve your love life? You know, that love life. Join sexual wellness expert and certified erotic educator Jaya for Sex with Jaya. She'll bring you cutting-edge techniques to expand your erotic repertoire. Jaya will offer advice and speak with guests who will shed light on everything to do with sex. You can even listen together with that special someone. Sex with Jaya is broadcast live every Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Is there truly a lesson in every situation? Can you learn from another person's experiences or are lessons learned when they only happen to you? Dave Felzer, number one national and number one international best-selling author, challenges listeners to stand tall, to be accountable no matter what the setbacks, and to recommit to enhancing their lives as well as assisting others around them. Listen to The Dave Felzer Show every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Radio Network. 
Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in at 1-866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Here's Cindy Rakowitz. And we're back with Susan Austin, and we're talking about Mustang Madness. <laughs> we're talking, <laughs> you like Madness. that? Mustang Madness. Um, I have to give these shows, like, oomphy titles, you know? I mean, what can you do? But um, we were talking about the Mustang Ranch, and um, we're talking about the fact that you run two properties that are open 24-7, and you're pretty much responsible for the day-to-day operations, right? I mean, it's a lot of work. Day-to-day, night-to-night, yes. I mean, God. I mean, and you're up at seven o'clock in the morning now to do the show. So I'm, I would imagine you didn't go to sleep. <laughs> well, normally I'd be going to bed at this hour, but no, I, I actually took the night off, so I'd be fresh and awake for you. <laughs> well, there you go. Well, you sound fresh and awake, so that's great. I know that it's, it, it's, it, you sound wonderful. You sound wonderful. Now, you consider your ladies to be quote unquote caregivers. Explain, explain that. Ah. It takes a certain type of woman to work in this industry. She's got to have um, not only a pleasing package, and every every man's vision of beauty is different. So some girls can be heavier, some can be thinner. You know, the outside package is not as important as the inside package. So the inner soul, she must be a really kind, wonderful, caring woman and actually enjoy men and a good conversationalist and a good listener because the men who come to see us, only, you know, only a percentage of them want actual sexual relations. 35% just want companionship. They just Isn't that interesting? I mean, yes. that is so interesting. You know, people sneer and, you know, they have their own comments. And oh, yes. at the end of the day, you know what, people are really looking for a connection. It's just kindness. They want a kind word, a soft pat, you know, let Someone to let them know they're okay. That's what they're looking for. Yeah. Really interesting. People have a total misconception of the business. And I give Red Hat tours. I mean, you're familiar with the Red Hat ladies? No, well, no. Tell me what it is. Well, it's women 50 years and older who get together and have a little um, a tea social group. And it's nationwide. And actually, it's gone international now. And they allow themselves to wear red and purple together. And so they wear, they're called the red hats. They wear these red hats and purple outfits. And they believe in walking a little bit on the, uh, the edge because most of them have led pretty calm, domesticated lives. And they call me and they say, do you mind if we have lunch in your, your bar and, and tour your brothels? And I say, absolutely not. Come on in. So mm-hmm. I have all these little geriatric women with their Walkers. Wait, 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 wait. When you're over 50, you're not necessarily Jerry. No, but most 50-year-olds are too busy to join the club, so the ones I get are usually in their late 60s and 70s and 80s. <laughs> let's, say, let's say 60. You know, I'm in that age group. I, you know, I don't want to be I'm called geriatric. In, I'll be 60 next year. I'm in that group, too. Well, I want to, I, I guess, you know, I'm going to read more about this red hat thing so I could wear a red hat in purple and be a yeah. red hat lady. I don't know. And Sounds like I might fall into the... 
That's, uh, yeah, no, so I, I think that's interesting. But, you know, let's talk about the properties themselves. Yes. We kind of went into this show talking about you and talking about the history. Mm-hmm. But what I don't want to lose sight of over and over again in the show is how beautiful the properties are. And the way that Scott had described them to me, it was really heaven on earth. It's, you know, I, I was the one that said, oh, so it's dynasty meets you know, Diary of a Call Girl. <laughs> and, you know, because I'm trying to be as classy as possible. And but you know, he actually said the dynasty part was right. So tell me about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we built the Wild Horse Resort and Spa from the ground up. It was designed by working women for working women. So I sat down with a bunch of my friends, and we all drew it out on a piece of paper, and it flows just beautifully. I mean, it just makes the business a joy and fun. It's 30,000 square feet of beautiful five-star hotel quality, Um, large rooms, high ceilings, wide hallways, individual bathrooms with a toilet bidet, deep soaking tub. The girls have all the amenities that you would have if you went to a five-star spa, including a workout gym, a masseuse, uh, estheticians, manicurists. So for the ladies, it is heaven on earth, and the gentlemen get to come in and enjoy heaven on earth. No, I, I, you know, well, it sounds like heaven on earth, and it sounds like a very fr- and you have a chef that I hear is oh, out of this phenomenal. world. I have several chefs who are phenomenal. My head chef Martine is amazing, and then we have several who work under him. It's just, it's wonderful. Then we have the Mustang Ranch, and that was purchased from the federal government off of eBay. Looked like a shot up. Hulk out in a uh, field, abandoned in a field when we got it. We had to move it off the property because uh, the federal government gave the land to BLM, so we had to move it five miles east, which was perfect. We moved it right across the parking lot from our Wild Horse Resort and Spa. Then became the renovations. That, that building was stripped all the way down to the studs, completely redone from there, uh, just an amazing feat because it looked like this horrible thing, and now when you walk in, you feel like it's, it was that, well, the parlor was so big, we had to helicopter it in with a Chinook helicopter, 65 feet across, 25 feet tall. Wow. Wow. It was an amazing feat. I mean, the story of the Mustang has been amazing all the way from the federal government selling a brothel all the way to airlifting the parlor in by helicopter to the renovation process took well over a year. We had the ceiling in the parlor done like they did at the Venetian in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and also the Caesar's Palace, you know, the painted sky with the Italian courtyard off in the distance. Well, we did all that. That took well over a year to complete just the ceiling because I used artisans that did the ones down in Vegas. And so by the time we got done, it's this absolutely beautiful old-world feeling when you walk in. You feel comfortable and warm and you sit at this very ornate, gorgeous bar with granite top and copper copper fronting on it. So it's just warm and comfortable. The men love it. They come in and they sit, and then they just get to watch the eye candy. We did a lot of things different from the way Joe did originally. Times have changed. Uh, he wouldn't allow women in the house. Can you imagine that? Really? You mean well, the, the working workers. women were there, but just Only not... Only the hus- sex workers. He didn't allow women to come in. He didn't even have a woman's bathroom. I had to create one. Wow. We allow oh. women because we all know um, times have changed. Couples come in. Right. If you want to have a wonderful, you know, 
romp fun with the ladies. So, well, yeah, I think that times really indeed have changed. And, in fact, I would even venture to say that I think that I hope one day it's considered in the business plan that you actually can cater to ladies. We already have that in the back wings. <laughs> Do you? Okay, because I asked Scott about that, too. Um, and you know what? There's so many women that I know. I mean, and I'm not talking about necessarily going with their husbands. I'm talking about for themselves. I understand totally. Yeah. And um, and I'm not necessarily talking about you know um, you know a woman to woman relationship exactly. either. No, you want um, what a woman wants is she wants a little bit of romance. So a gentleman who will have dinner with her and and dance and uh, you know have a wonderful conversation. And then if they decide they want to go a little bit further than that in the safety of a brothel, under the safety of health laws and everything else, that it would be um, doable. That's in the future, yes. Okay, well, you know what? I think that there's a big business there. And I have a big entrepreneur, you know, kind of streak in myself, and I think that that's a very big business because I know so many women, whether they're single or in a, you know, or upset in their marriage or with their boyfriend relationship, and you know what? Pardon my French, but they really need to get laid. Absolutely, they do, (laughs) and in the safety. That's the best part. I have women who email me, and they go, you know, I went to Vegas, and I thought, well, gee, I'll... Maybe I can find a wonderful male escort. And every time they talk about it, somebody hands them a, a name hastily written on the back of a of a matchbook that says, you know, call Jose for a good time or call Juan for a good time. And that's not what they want to do. They want to do it in the beauty and the elegance the same way as the men are allowed. Well, oh, no, yeah, and you're right. You touched upon this before, Susan. You know, a woman really wants the romantic experience. I mean, yeah, you know, they do want to get it, okay, but oh, they, it doesn't matter. They want to be romanticized. They, you know, it's that sort of fairy, you know, fairy tale kind of thing. They want to feel like Sleeping Beauty or Snow White or whatever That's and find right. their prince. Yes, they want to find their prince, even if it's just catch and release program. <laughs> catch and release. You know what? Sometimes that's just fine. Well, I, um, I'd be interested to hear more about that as that part of the business evolves, and I congratulate you, and I think that I, I really do think that that's going to be a revenue producer. I, I just, a woman will just die. They absolutely will. I <laughs> just perfect. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about a little bit. You described the property. It yes. sounds great, and again, we're coming to the end of this segment, so just give us a teaser, and then we'll talk more about it in the next segment. Talk a little bit about the rates. You're very much like a five-star hotel. Would you say yes. that you package yourself like a five-star hotel rate-wise? And Well, the ladies are independent contractors, so they form their own rates. I just give them certain guidelines. Okay. And so they're, But I'm going to tell you that we accommodate every man with every budget and every couple with every budget. Well, then you can't, you, you can't be prohibited because you're concerned about cost then, right? Exactly. No, no, you can come in, and uh, like I said, they're independent contractors. You can always find one that is interested in your rate. Well, no, I, I think that's probably true, but isn't the business plan to encourage people to stay at the property, I mean, because you have these beautiful rooms and stuff? Well, and you've got to remember, as long as they're on the property, everything they do is legal. So, yes, we do encourage it. We have beautiful bungalows, uh, beautiful suites. We have pools jacuzzis, outdoor and indoor. So we have all the accommodations where they shouldn't want to go off the property. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think that's it. So if you book a weekend at Mustang, yes. let's say, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, you you could book yourself a package. Yes. Which you know you will handle the room, you know the room amenities and all of that kind of stuff, and then you oversee the deal. Well, you just kind of allow the independent contractor deals to be made within the confines of your regulations. Exactly. Well, what how it actually works is they they talk to the independent contractor, they decide what they want to do, how long they want to stay. As long as she meets my guidelines for what we have, we offer then he can stay as long as he can afford to. Absolutely. Okay. Well, listen, we have to go to our next commercial, okay. but we'll talk more. Stand by. More with Susan Austin, Mustang Ranch, in the next segment. Stand by. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. Are you a wow, a wise, outrageous woman of a certain age who wants thrilling work, vibrant health, joyful relationships, financial freedom, and the new F word, fun, in the next stage of life? Join host Lynn Schreiber in the Wow Zone each week where you'll meet amazing women who are creating lives filled with passion, purpose, and pizzazz. In the Wow Zone, broadcast live every Tuesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Anything is possible. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call 866-472-5788. Let's get back to Stars of PR. Here's the host and CEO of PR Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. This is a fascinating show for those of you that have just tuned in. I'm on with Susan Austin, and she runs um, the first legal brothel. 
and um, as we know it, <laughs> and it's called the Mustang Ranch, and we're talking about some really appealing reasons as to why people should have the Mustang Ranch experience um, with its Wild West history. Um, Susan, also, I know that you have an extensive private art collection displayed at both of these properties, and, you know, are you just passionate art collector, or, you know, is there any reason why you went into that expense? Because, you know, art is very, very expensive. It is very expensive, but the reason we did it is we want this to be a learning experience for the ladies who work for us. We want them to be exposed to a lot of different things. Um, a lot of the women who come to me, well, they run a, an interesting gamut from the lady off the street who is not so hardened that she can be a, a wonderful caregiver to a professional who can make more money at this business than she can in her chosen profession. So they'll jump into it for a couple of years, get a bank of roll, and then move on. But I wanted the women to be surrounded with wonderful eye candy and learning experience. So they get to learn about all the art that we have hanging on the walls. And uh, it's a wonderful growth time for them. Well, no, it's a, so you want to expose some of them who might not have been exposed to culture and history in your own way. You want to give that kind of opportunity and education. Yes. A lot of the ladies who come to us have been, uh, well, they weren't raised by a, they were raised by a dysfunctional family, the best way to put it, and they weren't exposed to anything. Right. So, I mean, you know, you give them a culture and, um, you know, do you have, like, little classes and stuff so they could learn more aside from art? And aside yes. From <laughs> well, we start with the very basic, which is etiquette. Right. Yes. Basics on how to eat properly and how to conduct yourself in public. Um, hey, I'm sure that they appreciate that because a lot of them probably just didn't know. Well, they were never taught. They were never, never um mentored so they don't have those you know the background it's really it's an interesting voyage for the ladies and a lot of them have come and stay with me stay with me a long time they you know um, if it's something they want to do for you know as long as they can then they will stay with me I've had some who've been with me for six years now well it sounds like why you know as while they're in this stage of their lives mm -hmm. why wouldn't they you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's like the perfect experience. They're safe. You know, I'm sure that you have a security set up that's kind of like a lion watching his uh, prey. I mean, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't want to get anybody, like, uptight about being No, watched. no. I'm just saying We have that. wonderful hospitality first security. So they're there to make sure that someone doesn't come in and, dis and decide to disrupt our beautiful atmosphere. So they're there to make sure that it's always hospitality first. No, and 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 understood and safety yeah. though. Oh yeah, it's just it's a wonderful way, and and it's totally different from the other houses in Nevada, which their counties don't give them long time licenses, so they put together little modular buildings. We're frame built, thirty thousand square feet, absolutely gorgeous. But with that comes the responsibility that you want to make sure it's run. Um, the correct way and with safety in mind and the ladies' safety in mind and, and the pleasurable experience for everyone. We have a philosophy that if, they, if someone in the, the parlor is making everybody else uncomfortable, it's time for them to go. And we just quietly, politely ask them to, you know, go on and leave for now and come back another time when they're feeling better. Oh, no, I, I think that it's pretty much like any other institution, right? 
Exactly. Do it, I mean, any kind of classy institution. Any if you walked into a really elegant bar, you wouldn't want the man next to you, you know, yelling and shouting and having an argument or something. It would, be, you know, it would disrupt your experience. So we believe that uh, always keep it a pleasant experience for everyone involved. Oh, and I, it sounds like, and what do you call the room, the parlor room? Is that where the... That is an old term, and it is the gathering room where everybody meets. Now, at the Mustang, the parlor and the bar are incorporated, but the Wild Horse was, was built from the ground up, so the bar is a separate business that sits in front. And uh, only the ladies can guide you back into their parlor. Okay, under, that's understood, and that's a part of the law, so, yes. you know... It's, you know, I. It sounds like you have everything really down pat. <laughs> well, we've we've certainly practiced at it long enough. We feel we do. <laughs> well, perhaps you become a precedent then, since you're the only legal one with you know a long term beautiful structure, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe you become the precedent for other businesses or establishments like yours somewhere else. I don't want to dilute your market share. Oh, uh, no. I, I believe there's plenty of market share to share. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know. I think that's absolutely right. Um, you know, it, it's maybe you become sort of the utopia for what other legal um, brothels model themselves after. I believe so. I'm going to tell you that I'm actually getting emails from Europe, from France, and from Germany, who are interested in how we're doing it and all the background information so that they can retouch that business in their own countries and restructure it to work in a better manner. Well, there you go. I mean, and then, you know, you could, I don't know if you've done this already because you sound like you're brilliant business people, but, you know, this is a show about branding and marketing on the most part. So it sounds to me that there's a super nice licensing structure that could be had there somehow, some way. Oh, there absolutely is. Um, The Mustang Ranch name in itself is just a phenomenal name, and everybody recognizes it. Doesn't matter if you're in Greece or or Germany, or anywhere overseas, they all know, oh, yes, Mustang Ranch. They, everybody knows the Mustang Ranch. And we're trying to recapture it because it set, you know, not being utilized properly for a while while we were in court fighting for the name. And uh, we, we want to get it back out there. We want everybody to know, yes, the Mustang Ranch is alive and well, and come on out and visit. <laughs> right, right. I You know, I know that... Um, you know, every business has its sensitivity to certain names, so I don't mean to be insulting by bringing this up, but one of the adorable movies that come to mind and, you know, it's the best little whorehouse in Texas. Absolutely. Oh, no, I'm going to tell you, I I sometimes watch that and I laugh and look and go, yeah, that's how I feel. No I, you know, I thought that there was sort of a dollar spoiler, party. honey. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bunch of little girls like sorority girls, and I feel like I'm Dolly Parton sitting there telling them exactly what they can and can't do and how to, you know, be ladies. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Well, you know, it's funny. It's, you, you think about movies about this kind of business and, you know, what's in the popular culture, and Beth Little Whorehouse was the thing that came to mind because she kept a really – you know, tight ship at a great place. You're right. We're already girls, and and you know everybody adored her. Everybody adored her part. That's right. Yes. So, um, so I look at it and I smile because sometimes that's so me. 
<laughs> well, maybe we'll have Dolly Parton play you then one day. That's right. <laughs> and the musical. Who knows? <laughs> you know, it, it starts from here. Now, how do you advertise, Susan? I mean, you know, I know it's a lot of word of mouth and it's pretty discreet, but, you know, I'm just curious, like, what else do you, I mean, do you do co-package deals with Las Vegas? I mean, I'm just curious in how you would approach that. Well, we're pretty much hamstringed by the state. Uh, they decided when they instituted the legal brothel that they no advertising. I so thought we were that, not that might be the case, so that's why I'm asking the question. Yeah, we're not allowed to advertise. So our main way of getting the word out, the Internet, our Internet site gets over 8 million hits a, a month. I mean, it's an amazing uh, tool for us. Well, then but you won't find billboards. You won't find us advertising, come have your vacation at the Mustang Ranch or anything right, like that. Right. Can't do that, but it's good. But listen, the internet is a—it's a form of advertising. I mean, you know, it is, but it's very not powerful. regulated as of yet. I'm sorry. It's not regulated as of yet. Yeah. In other words, I can have an internet site and show our beautiful facilities, and I can show all our beautiful ladies that are are camera friendly, and uh, I'm still allowed to do that. But well, I can't let's put up a billboard, and I can't say Mustang Ranch five miles down the road and come see, you know. Suzanne or whatever, I can't do that. Right. Well, but eight million hits a month. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, just whoa. I mean, so you know, you have you have your internet savvy. You're doing your search engine optimization in whatever way you can. If you if you type in uh, world famous brothel, if you type in Mustang Ranch, if you just type in Mustang. Um, you're going to come up Mustang Ranch. We have a wonderful IT gentleman who does all the background stuff in the back that we don't see. Right. Every, well, well, there's a lot of work. It's like a black box. It's, there's a lot of work that goes on back there in the world well, of algorithms. <laughs> We're in every language in Europe, including Japanese and Chinese. So anybody from any country can go on to our site and it's in their language. Wow. And, and you do get a lot of worldwide visitors? Yes, we do. Yes, wow. we do. <laughs> um, no, I'm sure. I, so, look, that's a cultural experience for, you know, the caregivers, too. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, you know, they get to meet people from all around the world, and they don't have to leave. And I have ladies from all over the world. As long as they can get a temporary identification number or have a social, I have ladies from Chile, from Germany, um, from all over the world, Russia, I mean, you'd be surprised at how many ethnic groups we cater to. Thailand, um, all of the um, Asian groups. We and, and our chefs, our chefs are so phenomenal because they cook special meals for every one of these ladies. Oh, well, they sound like they're phenomenal. I, they just really sound like they're absolutely phenomenal. And, again, I, I think about the Playboy Mansion because I spent 16 years of my life there. Yeah. And, um, you know, one of the best things about the Playboy Mansion was the fact that there was, you know, a five-star chef, you know, available 24-7 to, mm-hmm. you know, provide really, really great food. It's like, you know, you can't really dream of anything better. No, you can't, and it's really interesting. If you want the whole experience, you have to have all those little amenities. So if you want to come out and have a first-class experience, part of it is um, the visual, all the eye candy you see, all the art on the walls, the beautiful furnishings, the beautiful decorations, the beautiful women. And then you have wonderful experience in the room. Well, the other thing needs to be 
you know, you have wonderful food to eat. Everything needs to be perfect. All right, well, listen, we are at the end of this segment. We have one more segment left, Susan, so think about what you want to wrap up. You know, in our last segment, you're doing great, and I hope you're having a good time, and I hope that you're enjoying the conversation. I am. All right, well, good. We'll stand by with more with Susan Austin in the next segment, and stand by. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, product launches, parties, media training. At VR Public Relations, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, crisis management, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio shows. VR Public Relations gets the job done, whether it's an intimate party or a huge film festival. In fact, you've probably seen our work in the New York Times, on the evening news, CNN, and the morning shows. Now, it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of VR Public Relations. Visit us online at www.vrpublicrelations.com or call 1-818-783-3307. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio shows. VR Public Relations. We do it all. www.vrpublicrelations.com. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you destined to be an everyday change agent in your organization, your relationships, your community? Learn how to become one when you tune in to The Change Agent on the Voice America Variety Channel. Justin A. Flunder, the chief change agent leader of the Flundonian Group, will help you examine every aspect of your personal and professional life. By observing your own thoughts, words, and actions, you will become the everyday leader that you are meant to be. The Change Agent airs live Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. We're in our final segment with Susan Austin, and um, Susan Austin is the owner of two great properties, um, one of them being the Mustang Ranch. What's the name of the other property, Susan? Wild Horse Resort and Spa. Wild Horse Resort and Spa. 
Yes. Um, very, very popular. Eight million hits a month via the Internet. So business must be booming, and that's really great to hear. I mean, we really like that. But, Susan, the economy affects every industry in our country or the world one way or another. Uh, how has it, has it affected the, this industry or um, like anybody else, or maybe it's even increased business? I'm curious to hear. Well, we've always considered ourselves recession-proof because we have two of the things that gentlemen love most for comfort, alcohol and women. Right. So, you know, sort of a shoe-in. But we're seeing a little bit of a turn where we're getting more gentlemen. We're just getting a little less money. So they don't have as much disposable income to spend, but more of them are coming out. So we're doing fine. Yeah, well, you know what? Like you said, it is recession-proof, but, you know, everybody has to think of the economy even for their expenses. Yes. You know, because everything has become sort of overinflated and ridiculous. And, um you know, everybody has to navigate the economy, no matter what business they're in, I would think. Mm-hmm. Now, can I tell you a cute story? Oh, we, no, you can't. Of course you can't. <laughs> you tell all the cute stories you want. So we have this wonderful um, guard shack that sits right in the beginning of our property with these beautiful, massive gates. And so a gentleman drives up and, and is greeted by the gentleman in the, the my guard. And, you know, we ask him certain questions because as uh, good business owners, we want to know the demographics and why gentlemen are coming in and what brings them there. And uh, so one of my gentlemen at the guard shack says, well, two of our gentlemen have lost their jobs. And I said, oh, that's so sad. And he says, oh, no, it's not. He says they still keep a portion of their unemployment check so they can come out and have fun. Well, you know, I, I guess you have to make your choices in terms of disposable income. And, That's right. You know, listen, you're giving a lot to the government. Unemployment might as well give a lot <laughs> back to you. I mean, you know, it's a cycle, right? That's right, and it's really cute. They said, well, we can't spend quite like we used to, but we're still out here. Yeah, no, well, <laughs> it's understood, you know, so again, it's it's a recession-proof. You pay your taxes. You pay your licensing fees, which That's are like, it, it just sounds... Really incredible. It reminds me of the days when, you know, people, after Prohibition, you know, when people had, when liquor, you know, distributors or sellers or servers had to pay this extraordinary amount of money to get their liquor license. That's right. You know, and they still had to pay taxes too, but it was a license. It was the license that cost so much. You know, and it still does today. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know? So, um, you know, that's what, by the way, that's what's going on with the dispensaries. I represent a lawyer who just sued the city of Los Angeles on behalf of the dispensary, a collective of dispensary owners, um, because they, you know, they set these laws that marijuana is legal in the state of California, but yet, you know, it goes back and forth on whether these places should be closed down or not because the regulation never was clearly defined. You know what I mean? Exactly. It sounds to me that in your case, the regulation is very, very clearly defined, and it's in a very, very small, confined area, which is yours. That's right. Rather than having to worry about a whole city of, you know, these operations that are up and down all over the place and whether they're abiding by or adhering to, Mm-hmm. You know, the law. Rules and regulations, yes. You know, so that's why it gets confusing. There's so many of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, and, you know, the concern is, is that, you know, they want the people to run the businesses who, you know, 
fall into the criteria of the very narrowly written law. That's right. Yeah. And um, well, you know, and I just make the analogy because in your case, you know, it's just it, it's just your ranch. It's the Mustang Ranch, so you don't the, the authorities don't have to worry about whether or not you're abiding to the law correctly because it's just you. That's right. So and that's we, the advantage. Well, one of the things the county was looking for after they lost Joe Comforti when he fled to Brazil for tax evasion, they wanted a good, strong businessman to run the businesses, that it needed to be somebody who was very strong in the business community. And that's why we didn't go searching for the ranches. They came to us. The county came to Lance Gilman and said, you know, I, we want a strong businessman. We know that you walk the straight and narrow and that you're really strong in what you do. Would you consider the undertaking? And he said, he turned to me and he says, well, how about it? And I said, absolutely, why not? Well, there you That's go. I mean, well, yeah, definitely, why not? That's definitely, right. why not? And, um, you know, I want to just end because one of the things that's very impressive, again, is that you empower your ladies, you know, to really help them achieve their personal goals. And we have talked about that a little bit in your art collection and how you educate them and how you want to teach them etiquette and how to, you know, have some knowledge about history and culture. It sounds to me that... I'm sorry, go ahead. I I encourage them to go to college as well. Well, that's a, you know, I think that's a really great thing. So you're really transforming lives, and even if they don't stay with you, you're kind of like a really great stepping stone if they're in a lost part of their lives or whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah, to encourage them to, you know, improve themselves. It sounds that way. You're very nurturing. I'm very nurturing. I'm uh, I'm mama to everybody. <laughs> you mama to everybody, and yeah. I'm sure that they want it, They respect you that for that forever. Yes. And you know, I also you know, kudos to you too, because when you think of quote unquote the sex trade and how it's done in a criminal fashion, it's really dangerous. You know that movie, there was a recent movie, I think it was called Without a Trace. Am I right? Was it Without a Trace with Liam Neeson? Yes. Was that the name of it where they stole, you know, they took his, or vanished or something like that. I don't remember. I might be confusing my movie titles. But, um, you know, his daughter went to France or on a trip and they were kidnapped by this horrible, like, you know, Serbian underground. Yes. Um, you know, so that they were, it was horrible. It was just like really, really scary. They were thrown into these like horrible, you know, tenements and mm-hmm. you could see the heroin needles being injected into them and they're dying on the beds and it was just like heartbreaking. Right. Well, pimps still exist in this world in all forms. And I fight that on a daily basis. That's a whole new, that would be a whole new show with you. Oh no, and I and something that I'm very into. I think that the you know the criminal sex trade just breaks my heart. It, it just... breaks my heart, and that's why having a legal sex trade, so like the Mustang Ranch, where girls can come and be safe, and I will actually keep them safe from a pimp, is uh, it's a real, real good area to be in. You know, well, I've been myself uh, yeah. in jeopardy for this. 
You I have been a great guest. I'm sure Thank this you. show went much, much faster than you had anticipated Absolutely. that it would. Absolutely. We've got a lot more to talk about. <laughs> well, you know, again, I thank you for being generous with your time and spending you. an hour with Voice America, and I wish you the very, very best of luck in your endeavors. And sure, we'll have you back on again real soon. I'd love that. I'd love to talk about the illegal industry. I know. Well, we gotta. We'll, we'll put an end to the illegal criminal industry and love to do. <laughs> encourage people to go to you at the Mustang Ranch. So thank you again, Susan Austin. Well, thank you, Cindy. Have a great weekend, all my listeners, and be safe. Take care. Thank you for listening to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Please come back next Thursday and every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern for more insider information on the world of public relations with Cindy Rakowitz on Stars of PR. See you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.